0: Welcome back to Open House with Mark Sewick and Corey James Moran, brought to you by the Mark Sewick team at Kether Williams Realty, a Greater Rochester Real Estate Podcast. Welcome to episode 30. All right. And let's start off, Mark, with the most pressing question of all time mm. Is Love actually really a good movie? We went down this road a little
1: bit last we week, yeah. and I still contend it. it's, it's mm-hmm. the best Christmas film.
0: So if you didn't watch, or listen, rather, to the previous episode, you can always get caught up over uh, on the, the website, marksewick.com. We have all of our podcasts listed there. But it was brought up, Mark, because you said finally, after viewing 500, how many times did um,
1: it? It was, it was 14 or 15 consecutive okay. years.
0: Yes. <laughs> kind it was, of, yes. It lost its luster just a
1: little bit. Yeah, just a little yeah. Yeah. Um, I I did not shed a single tear. Okay, but typically
0: that is the case.
1: Oh, I mean, there there are three or four, like, moments in that film where I just, yeah, Mm -hmm. I I lose it.
0: Um, I did pose a question on the podcast because that's apparently a new function and I thought it would be fun to play with. Our listeners do agree, Love Actually is a great movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and I posed the question last week, Mm -hmm. uh, what film should I watch to replace Love Actually? That's right, yeah. Not that there's an actual, you know... Film that that could replace. You've but, got to fill the void somehow. Uh, yes. So so I've not seen either of these, but The Holiday okay. uh, came up. Uh, several people uh, said The Holiday. And then Holiday Affair. Ooh. do, 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 you, have, do you have a favorite Christmas movie? Um, I'm, I know this
0: is going to be so cliche, and you're probably going to make fun of me, and people are going to be like, no, yeah, you don't really believe that. I will tell you this. My favorite Christmas movie of all time, and I don't care that I watch it 20 times every single year. Wow. Is a Christmas story. I, 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 I knew it. I saw it coming from a mile away. It's yeah. it's less it's so much it's less about the movie, mm-hmm. and it's more about the fact that it is associated with now going home for the holidays. Oh. We just always it's kind of on in the background. It's like our Yule log, if you will, for Christmas. Oh, so there, there you go. So I associate it with being home with my family, the holidays, Christmas, and it's just listen. Is it outdated? Is it old? Sure, yeah, but it's a sweet story.
1: I, I, absolutely, it's a great film. It, 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 really, it really is a great film. You know, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna uh, give you a hard time. Okay.
0: No, um, no. I did see a list here of the top ten most overrated movies, uh, Christmas movies of all time. Oh, uh, A Christmas Story is number ten. Do you know what's number five?
1: Uh, <laughs> love actually like, mm-hmm. yeah 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 uh, if I or may like, if uh, I may if I may
0: indulge just for a moment uh, they say one's enjoyment of love actually comes down to how much they really like the main characters. Some people think that aside from its uh, stuffed and overlapping narrative, the movie doesn't really do anything innovative and as such, it is forced to get by on the talents of a strong cast. One now-deleted Reddit user uh, is not a fan, writing, quote, Love Actually, it's just weird behavior when you think about it. Rick Grimes was pretty much stalking his friend's wife. That is, attended uh, uh, one of the movie's most controversial storylines, and for some, it might ruin the enjoyment of the movie altogether. I know there was some, maybe not big Bitter. fans of Luck, but Bitter. big fans of Luck, actually,
1: on your Facebook, Bitter. too. <laughs> somebody, somebody hand that writer a candy cane. <laughs> My God. Just real Grinch vibes? Yeah, yeah. Can uh, you can you guess? I was gonna say a miracle on Thirty Fourth Street.
0: Really? Um, that I can't,
1: I can't sit through it. It's it's intolerable. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Which version so, though? There's uh, there's the, three. The, uh, the 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 original. Nineteen
0: forty seven version. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's actually number eight. Yeah. Well, there we go. There no, we go. Number one. Um, Adam Sandler, Eight Crazy Nights, is the number
1: one. I've never Which isn't it. that a, isn't that a Hanukkah movie? I've never been, oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, well, the title would lead me to believe that, yes, indeed. Yeah. So, 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 so I, I'm sorry, but I thought this was a list of Christmas movies that's, that are overrated. That's what it and, said. And the number one was a Hanukkah film.
0: I, I don't know what's going on here. Okay, okay. Something All something right. weird. Just,
1: uh, yeah, something yeah. weird.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> so a couple of ones are you going to watch? Uh, what was it again? Holiday Affair. Holiday <laughs> <laughs> Affair. I'll never heard of watch it. That, um, is that the
1: holiday? I have no idea.
0: Is, ho- is Holiday Affair. It sounds like it's on Lifetime.
1: Um, you know, I think it was. Actually, I think really? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, th- there is, and, and I always pronounce it uh, incorrectly, but I think it's Joyeux Noël, which um, is French for Merry Christmas. Mm. It, it, it is a film that I did watch a few years ago that is it just... You can watch it in the middle of July. You can watch it anytime. It, it's, it's based on a true story, uh, the uh, two opposing sides in uh, the First World War, the German and the French, and uh, the... French have carolers, and the Germans hear the carolers from across the the the, the divide, the no man's uh, zone or no man uh, whatever. Um, They start singing a carol, and then before you know it, both sides are playing soccer in the middle of the war zone um, until midnight. At which point in time, they all say, "I'm so sorry for what's about to happen." It's like it's it's, wow, that's that's intense, great. Film, that awesome. Is, that yeah, is kind of beautiful film. Okay. So.
0: All right, well, there you have it. You want to talk real estate? I guess we could talk, real, talk estate. real estate. Let's talk real estate. Let's get a market update here. Oh, uh, yes. You
1: blew me away last week. Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: It's uh, we, We're not falling off the side of the cliff quite like we did last week. Um, in Mur- Monroe County, at the time of this recording, there's 327 active listings. That's down just three from 3.30 last week. Okay. So this probably is going to be our zone. That yeah. We're going to live in for a bit. Um, imagine as we get closer to the holidays here at the end of the month that it's going to go down even more, but, um, six county region did have a bit more of a drop. Um, 664 last week. Now it's down to 639. Wow. Although I, I can tell you from personal experience yeah. that there are still properties that are getting quite a bit of action. You
1: had two clients who yeah. suffered uh, some indignity earlier yeah, this
0: week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of a uh, couple of L's. Unfortunately, the one in particular, it was a very, very, very. I use the word cozy, and when I use the word cozy, I don't mean it as like ah, I've got to figure out something nice to say about this. Um, actually, it is truly like the epitome of cozy. Oh, really? His house in Pittsford, um, kind of storybook. Uh, there was 21 offers. Oh yeah. And and there was not one, but two instances of a buyer saying that they had a no limit for their escalation clause, which just insane. That happened um, to one of Aaron Duffy's listings, I think this year, right? But. Mm-hmm. Not, not something you run across too often.
1: No, no, um, it's uh, foreboding of things to come. Mm-hmm. Really, I yeah. Mean, you know, four weeks from now, six weeks from now. I mean, I'm desperately trying. I've been spending so much time the past couple of weeks with year end. Um, I'm desperate to get it all done over the course of the next two, three weeks because I know that uh, once I get back from vacation in January, actually, you're going on vacation in January also. I
0: am. Well, Turks and Caicos. Ah, oh, that'll be great. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we get there with all the changing yeah. rules. You'll, you'll you'll get there. Yes, fingers that, crossed. That's great.
1: Yeah. So, but when when we return, uh, it's just it's just gonna be it's
0: chaos. Game game on at that yeah. point. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's 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 crazy. It, I kind of appreciated that because I don't even feel bad. <laughs> like <laughs> at that point, like what are you gonna do? You had no shot. It's it's very easy to talk to your buyers and say, listen, you know, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and for them, too, it makes them feel a little bit better because they're not second guessing. Oh, should we have done something different? And there was literally nothing that could be done. So um, it is interesting to see how there are
1: still some.
0: There are still some that yeah, are going like yeah. that. Yeah! Wow. Um, there was some real estate news we wanted to get into, Mark.
1: All sorts of things. Actually yeah. Going
0: on. Do you want to talk about um, some potential criminal behavior that's being uh, combated here in real estate? Um, I,
1: I. Yeah. You've got me intrigued. I don't yeah. know what the story is. So What's the criminal behavior. This is, is it local. Please tell
0: me it's local. <laughs> well, this this one. Uh, it's not specific. I mean, there may be. Okay. I. I can't say yes or no. I. am not really sure. This is more so about policy to try to combat using real estate to launder uh, money through illicit activity. So yeah. uh, actually, um, earlier this week, the Biden administration is uh, looking to expand reporting requirements on all cash real estate deals um, because essentially, you know, for drug money or gun money or what have you, these criminals can use real estate as a
1: shell? Yeah, I, the, the New York Times actually wrote an article about this. It, it, was, it was really detailed. Um, and the number of I, I, millionaires, millionaire's Rower, Millionaire's Canyon, you know, it's referred to in different ways, but along 57th Street you know, Park Avenue and some of these, you know, the, these are properties in which uh, you can easily spend $25, $50 million on, on an apartment. Um, the apartments are being, were being purchased one after another after another by Russian oligarchs and um, uh, mafiosos. It was just a lot of drug money and a lot of money that was procured illegally. And then you're buying a $25 million or a $50 million property, all cash, basically just to hide your money. Right, yeah. Um, and so, so, so part of the story I remember, and again, it goes back a few years, you would drive— down some of these, or you would look up at at some of these towers, and it's just there, there, there's no light. That's wild. And, and there's no light because nobody, the, the owners of these properties actually don't live there. They, they, they don't even visit. They just own these knowing that they're going to go up in value and eventually at some point in time, they'll sell out. It's a stock really for them, right? Yeah, 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 yes, yes, yeah. Um, yeah, and, and this was kind of interesting. I didn't even know
0: this. Uh, currently, title insurance companies in just 12 metropolitan areas are required to file reports identifying people who make all cash purchases of residence real estate um, through shell companies, if transactions exceed $300,000, there's a lot more markets than 12.
1: <laughs> um, so so I would love to understand, because my understanding of, of uh, this kind of thing, if you show up at a car dealership and you come with a trash bag uh, full of money, anything above, or a bank, actually, if you're depositing cash in excess of $10,000— you, you're reported to the IRS. So why is it that somebody uh, is able to purchase a home uh, all cash? It, it, it's, it's a little it's odd a, to me. It's a
0: great question. It is kind of odd. So um, that's going to be a thing to, to keep uh, an eye on and see how things do move forward
1: um, with it. Uh, be, be, because the next time we sell a $25 million property, <laughs> yes, yes. that's all There's cash? So yeah so many. We, 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 yeah, we'll be on that. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be sure to let you know. Right, right, right.
0: I will write a personal handwritten letter to the president and let him know uh, what is happening. It is crazy, though, when you put it into into perspective, because um, there's the push now for if you get um, anything deposited in your bank account for $600 or more, there's going to be scrutiny on where it's coming from. Uh, I, I, I think
1: that's been scrapped. It has it been scrapped? Yes, okay. So there, Update there, on that. Was, that was, was scrapped. There,
0: there was a pushback on that one. I, yes, yeah. I, I can't imagine why. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> gee, yeah, exactly.
1: I mean, $600, <laughs> gee.
0: So that was one that I thought was kind of interesting that uh, popped up. Mark, you found uh, another story and this one has to do with commissions.
1: Yeah, this is a little uh, so the Biden administration is very intent on reining in businesses. they're concerned about um, monopolies they're concerned about all sorts of unfair practices. So up until well up, up until now, uh, there is no requirement that an agent or an agency disclose to a buyer how much it is uh, that their agent is being paid. Oh, okay. So uh, what ends up happening is agents will often say, "Well, you know, you, you don't you don't need to pay me a commission. Uh, it's the seller who's paying the entire commission." Sure. Um, but. The Biden administration is saying, well, that's actually not truthful, because ultimately, yes, the the seller is paying a 6% commission, let's call it 6%, um, but because the buyer is the one who's actually paying an increase in the sale price of the property as a result of the commission, ultimately, the Biden administration is saying, well, the, the buyers are really the ones who are paying the commission. Um, and so there's some movement a for greater transparency, so that it's being advertised who is exactly is being paid what. Sure. Um, but there's also this issue uh, and a, a question as to whether or not the Biden administration is going to push for buyers to pay the commission of their agents. Okay. Yeah. So because would
0: be. Uh, yeah. Uh, th- the first part of that, I mean, it's was that too wonky? No. Uh, I, the first part of that I, I find interesting because it's. You know, f- as far as how buyers see it, mm-hmm. you know, knowing that I guess is good information, but it doesn't really change much altogether. Uh, but the second part obviously would be um, a drastic change. I,
1: I don't see. I don't see that it's a change that would ever take hold. Mm-hmm. And the reason is that uh, for uh, buyers, and, and most especially first-time buyers, they are laden with costs that far exceed the costs that are associated with selling a property. So think about it. You've got to come up with a down payment. You've got to to escrow your taxes. You've got to escrow your insurance. You've got to pay for the engineer. You've got to pay for your attorney. These are a lot of fees. If you think about what, and you don't necessarily have the money or the cash. Yeah. Sellers, you know, they've got equity. They should more likely than not have equity um, that they can tap into as a result of the sale of the property. Uh, they don't have to come up with an escrow tax for insurance. They really just have to pay the commission, and th- that's I think why it has become structured in the way that it has. I don't think there was any any nefarious intent. Yeah. I, 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 in whether or not the Biden administration is actually even thinking about intent, I think they're just looking at it um, in a way that they're trying to be helpful, but ultimately, I think it's 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 doomed from the get-go.
0: But they're also implying that sellers will, you know, as it's been like this forever now, right, that, you know, something's going to pass and there's, you know, snap your fingers, flip the switch. Now sellers are all of a sudden going to think, well, I should probably charge less for my house because I only have to pay 3%. <laughs> okay, sure. That's a great point. Sure. Yeah. Very good point. Let's, let's just get right on. Yeah, no, I, I don't see that happening either. But interesting to see how real estate is, uh, in a, in a, just give you two examples there. Is in the spotlight here for uh, different kinds of potential changes that may come.
1: This is, you know, I mean, Lonnie Kahn, who um, is the 32-year-old, I think, Harvard law uh, uh, law grad, who is uh, now overseeing um, a division uh, of the Department of Justice, and she is. If if you're a, I mean, it's it's going to be difficult for us, but if you're a Silicon Valley mogul, I mean, she has her eyes set on. Facebook, and on Instagram, and yeah. Uh, so yeah, leave us alone. Of- Go for there. <laughs> <laughs> there, there. There's definitely a lot of change coming. Right? Yeah, forthcoming, so. so interesting stuff there.
0: Uh, speaking of interesting things, you can always get more over at marksewick.com. Yeah. I wanted to touch on this um, just really quick, So I wanted to, to kind of frame this in a, a little bit of a, a different way, maybe, for some homeowners right now who maybe aren't planning on selling for a bit, but you know, at some point down the road. There was an interesting uh, blog over on the website, at marksewick.com. And it was uh, focused on keeping things up to date. And, um, mm-hmm. and it was giving the timetables for different things. And it can be, you know, from mechanics to your roof to that sort of thing. And, and I urge you to go over there and take a look at it because it's funny. You don't get like a manual when you get a home. <laughs> Right, right. Isn't that right. kind of interesting? Yeah, like yeah. for your toaster, a manual comes with it and explains how everything works and what you need to do. When you purchase a home, you don't really necessarily get that. Um, the information is shared from generations, obviously, and you know we have the the internet. But I, I feel like there are a lot of people that maybe don't know what they're even supposed to be doing.
1: Yeah, I've got to be careful here because it's 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 interesting. And it's not meant to be unkind. Yeah. Um. Th- th- there was an. Agent who, oh, going back probably like twenty years ago, was helping um, immigrants and refugees from African countries come to the United States. And as a result of, I think, Catholic Family uh, Services, they were being given money and the opportunity to buy their own home. And I mean, these are people who didn't weren't living in a, a structure, an actual you know yeah. house, in the way that we think of a property sure. uh, in, in the countries from which they were coming, and they're coming here and. They the, the the agency very quickly realized, we've got to start to educate these people. Because yeah. within a year, the properties were just falling apart. Because so they don't know any better. They, they, I mean, they, yeah, did not know any better. You don't know what you don't know. The, uh,
0: the amount of first-time homebuyers that I've walked through a house and have seen a filter for a furnace, like the new one waiting to be put in, leaning up against it, and they say, hey, what's that? Right. And I say, oh, it's the filter for the furnace. And they say there's a filter for the furnace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're supposed to yeah. change that. I mean, it's, it's stuff like that. So it's kind of interesting. So just really quick, wanted to, to just riff on that a little bit. Just a couple of things I wanted to provide perspective on as a buyer's agent. Then this is information for sellers to think about. Um, when I walk my buyers through, there's a couple of things that I pay close attention to that I feel are representative of how the house has been taken care of. And one of those things, and it, it's going to be dependent on the situation. If everything's moved out, this one's not going to work. But if there's still there things there, how your garage mm-hmm. is organized or not organized is always something. And if they're in the process of moving, I get that. That's that's not what I'm talking about here. But if there's just it's chaos, right? I always kind of think, uh. Eh. I wonder if that leads to maybe some other issues going
1: on here. Well, I think that's an interesting point. And I think that for, for those who are listening, if you're thinking about selling your property, one of the things, and you probably do the same thing, Corey, one of the things that I do when I first walk up to a property with a prospective buyer, um, if there is peeling paint or the uh, on the front door or the pillars of, of the approach, um, if there's a broken screen, yep. if the, uh, the mechanism, the, the closing mechanism for the screen door isn't working, those are all, and I just, tr- I will turn to them and I'll say, this is clearly a property that has not been taken care mm-hmm. of. Like, if there's it's like, it's that instantaneous. If
0: there's gardens growing out of the gutters, I mean, it, yes, you know, yeah, an, another yeah. one to keep an eye on. So yeah, that, that's one of the things. And the other one for me, and this one's even bigger when you look at the mechanics of the home, the furnace, the the hot water heater, if you see a lot of, of, of servicing of it, mm-hmm. that always is a good indication of, okay, well, they've been up on this, so they probably have taken care of pretty much everything yes, else. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I want to provide that. And I, and I thought that blog was kind of interesting and good information that uh, you can go visit over again at marksewick.com.
1: I, I, I don't think we've ever talked about this, but I love when it is that I'm listing a house for sale that is owned by either a... Uh, a member of the U.S. military. Oh, yes. Active or, or, or retired. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or an engineer. Yep. I mean, everything is just Has locks. its place. Everything, is, yeah, everything is, is just in really, really great. I, I also am um, thinking back to an article that I read. I don't know. Mary Chow wrote this in the Democrat and Chronicle uh, quite a while back. Um, a buyer was quoted as saying, I know this is insane, but when I open somebody's closet and I see that everything is hanging neatly, yep. I think to myself, Wow. This is a really nice house. I, too, could be organized if I were to buy this house. Oh. It's a weird psychological Because you're, you're projecting yourself yeah. onto Oh, I can but, see but, that, but, too. But, you know, there, there are, and now, of course, I mean, in this day and age, you know, as we know, uh, four walls and a roof, and so it's going <laughs> to sell. Sure, so, right. Um, but, but there will come a point in time when uh, sellers won't nearly uh, have the advantage that they do today.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So just things to keep in mind. And, again, yeah. you can uh, take a look at that blog over at marksewick.com. Can we share the team news? I I know uh, it's Facebook official now uh, about the the addition. Uh, the I was addition gonna say okay. To yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I you, know you we, uh, yeah. Uh, Congratulations to Aaron Duffy Cruz and her husband and their uh, and their son Bray, who now have another son. Yes. Um, bro, have you have you seen the videos? I so so cute. I, okay. I've seen the videos. I'm. I'm a little jealous of the videos.
1: Oh, wait, wait. Oh, well, I can add your name to the list of people who are jealous of Aaron Duffy
0: Cruz. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. it's less her, and it's more the fact that um, her older son is actually interacting with her new son, which <laughs> yeah. is something that we're still struggling with, with my son Mason and our uh, and our son Ashton. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> um, um, it's like, oh, he's well He's holding him. Wait. <laughs> He's giving him kisses. Y- y- yes. He, he's not pretending he doesn't exist? <laughs> I am confused as
1: to what's happening here. Uh, Bray, adorable, uh, Aaron's, yeah. Aaron's uh, two-year-old son, um, is just really adorable. He's like he's he's so a, sweet. Yeah. He's a really, really good kid. And the, this video of him listening to his brother's heartbeat uh, and, and reporting back to his parents that all was well, um, it's just very, very endearing. So, yeah, congratulations to them. So we've got one more to go. Right, one more. We have Crandall. Three down, one more. Three down. So, so for those who might not be, what do you mean by three down?
0: Uh, So, we had uh, Marissa, our social media director. She uh, gave birth, what is that, back in September September? 26th? Feels like a long time ago. yeah um and then my wife gave birth on october 23rd with our second son ashton and then uh aaron just gave birth to her second son and then yes uh mark crandall on the team uh he and his wife are expecting
1: beginning of january yeah first week of january we'll see we'll see what happens so uh yeah so so we're gonna be in aurora uh the beginning part of january for uh, a year-end celebration and then you know we're gonna kick off the new year uh with a day-long meeting and um Mark will be in attendance. Haley, his wife, will be staying here in Rochester because it'll be you know hours before she's expected to give birth. So and he, I'll yeah. tell
0: you right now, from experience, he will just be staring at his phone, waiting for that call. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we're not going to have his attention. No,
0: that. not at all. I, not and I will be not at all. so
1: offended. I will be-
0: <laughs> <laughs> pay attention <laughs> so. to me. Uh- Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, there you have it. Thank you so much for listening. As always, Mark, anything else to get to for this episode? No, I'm looking forward to seeing you later tonight. you
1: Are you going to be there? Yes, absolutely. Going to be hanging out with our friends from uh, GRB. Yeah. Majua, um, Kawhi Bell, uh, who is uh, the mortgage broker that we love to refer business to. Yes. Uh, Majua and um, Mike Pulver from Genesee Regional Bank are taking the team out for... Um, Bacchanalian, like, uh, yeah, meal. So I'm looking forward to that. I think we're going to
0: Tornadoes,
1: I believe. Uh, Yeah, yeah, or Tornadoes, yeah, you know.
0: Someone, what is it? Someone pronounced it Tornadoes.
1: Yeah, Tornadoes, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Um, We're going to go to the steak joint. uh, Yeah, yeah. yeah, The end Broadway. Yeah, for
0: sure. So I will see you later. And then that's before I uh, depart on Friday. Uh, Wish me luck.
1: Where where are you going?
0: Going to Tampa. Going for a bachelor
1: party. (laughs) Oh, because I thought you were going to be going to the, because you know, Adrian, our property manager, uh, is down there. Oh, really? I'll have to give him a call. I was able to score for this guy two tickets to the Bills game. <gasps> oh, okay. Yeah. Row two. Wow. Look yep. at you. Look at you. Just below the uh, the pirate ship? Yeah. There is, yeah. A, there is a pirate ship. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. true.
0: It's true. Uh, no, my best friend Joe um, is getting married on Memorial Day weekend, and uh, we're going down for his uh, bachelor party.
1: Uh,
0: on December 10th. Yeah, we're getting ahead of the game. It's going to take a while to recover from this, (laughs) Mark. I I anticipate. There's 13 of us.
1: Well, well, there you go. Have a great time. Come back (laughs) safe. We'll do.
0: Absolutely. Uh, We will have a podcast next week, unless I die in Tampa, in which case that will be less funny and more morbid. Either way. Thank Uh, you. I
1: I, I, I will. I will. You'll carry the uh, torch? Honor you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you.
0: I can't wait. All right. So either we'll have another episode or it is Mark's memorial episode of me. Uh, So either way, there it is. (laughs) Thank you for listening to uh, Open House with Mark Sewick and Corey James-Marie.